there is going to be you a time, it. and it's not going to be long from now. It's going to be months from now when these rooms are absolutely jam-packed, full to the fucking rafters, mm-hmm. and they will all be disciples of the people that are in this room right now, keeping cons a fucking live. Give yourself a round of applause. That's right. That's right. And keep that same energy when we come out, because we have to uh, release this as a podcast. Also, also, don't go to the websites Bryce goes to. No, don't go to (laughs) Hornpub.com. when we come out. All right, here we go. Don't go to V, Zidios, all sorts of stuff like that. Yep. Uh, So, Brett, you'll just stay up here with me. Have you got your intro ready? You need to have an intro. Uh, I I mean, I've got the the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to go whenever you are. Okay, I'm good. Uh, Well, I think we just got another minute here. Okay. See, they left. They left one minute too early. Yes. And now we have to fill air. Oh, that's fine. For sixty seconds. I'm. I'm. I'm all about this. Yeah. Let's go into a long. On a scale of one to ten, how much better is this than listening to music with my dick in it? I mean, not the lyrical. To me, it's content. even. I. I'm happy to really? do both. I'm happy to do both. <laughs> this is as equal as <laughs> as a parody song. Yes. Hall of Notes. But with your dick in it, though. Uh, it's a good dick. I mean, it's a good dick. I hope so. But and you know, you said it, not me. Yeah, that's right. So. All right, everybody, want to do a great <laughs> night? <laughs> All right. Crew, we're looking good. Everybody, good. All right. Well. Brett, please. Okay. Kind of oh, we don't have a drum roll, so you'll just no, we don't go, have to just, you'll so go wrong. In my head, there's a drum. Thank you. Oh, there we go. Thank Can you very much. <laughs> Live from RTX 2022 in the epicenter of Austin, Texas, where fans gather dust like in Ruby and something, something, Ginlock. It's going to be a great night. Now, all RTX attendees come together and hear Michelle say, he's doing it again! Because here are your hosts, Brian Brushwood and Justin Robert Young! I'm on mic, I'm on mic, I'm on mic. I'm giving you a hug, I'm giving you a hug. You're I'm, I'm giving you a hug, we're giving okay, a hug. Can you I turned off, can no. I get a hug? We music. give Bryce a hug. We give Bryce a hug. We give Bryce a hug. I don't like this hug. We're giving everybody hugs. Hello, everybody. Hello, RTX. Woo! Holy moly. How many of you guys, hands in the air, are familiar with our shows? Great Night, Night Attack, NSFW, BB Live Show, any previous incarnation? Excellent. All right. Uh, We're going to do some storytelling. We're going to judge you harshly. We love you. This is for you, We're glad you're here. This is is for your benefit. This is a thing for which you will never forget, and you will always be benefited by the experience you have today. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I believe so. Well, I mean, the only way I would know that for sure is if a trustworthy voice that I trust were to join us up here on stage. But last time I checked... You ain't got no Wilford Brimley in your pocket. No, but I How do. How close can you get? Ugh, asking me for a Brimley? Yep. Yeah. Damn, a Brimley. I Shit, want a br- somebody, somebody who's going to sell diabetes medication yeah, later in start, his life? You always oatmeal. start with that. Uh, you always start with that, don't you, you son of a bitch? All no. right. Well, what if, I, I, what if I were to manufacture out of thin air 
Ladies and gentlemen, please make a round of applause for Andrew Heaton! Take this mic, and I'm going to go get the fucking... Go get the other one. That's pretty good. thank you. Hello, everyone. Uh, I thought we were all going to do Andrew Heaton impressions. I am very much up for that. That sounds great. Uh, I very much am into that I, too, would be fine with an impression of Andrew Heaton. I am well-dressed, and I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) I'll just float... <laughs> Crowd, okay. We didn't think about this. We, we thought a lot about the uh, 30 minute pre show we were doing. We yeah. thought less about who was going to sit where and how many mics we needed. Forgot yeah. we needed a I fifth think mic. your wife's about to throw a chair at us. I will probably have to get out of here once no, we no, 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 How great would it be uh, if she just threw that chair? It would be, be amazing. amazing. Hey, Heaton, Heaton, scoot. Every time we do a, Heaton, an event, Heaton, scoot. Ashley throws scoot. a chair at me. Last time I was at a Star Trek convention, out of nowhere. Scooch. All right. There we go. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, wait, uh, do we want to share a story before we start our contest? Yeah. Yes, of course we do. Of yeah, course okay. we do. Um, yeah. So, because now we're, like, based on the hands, we're introducing ourselves to a lot of people, Brian. Yeah. That's right. That's There's right. a lot of people who have no idea who the fuck we are. That's right. And, and so we need, we need, to, like, so uh, if you were introducing yourself to a crowd of, of, of uh, uh, people who did not know you, sure. what would you say? Hi. <laughs> Off to a great start. You want to know what? I'd agree. I love it. Okay. I'd agree. Hi, I'm Brian. I would don't uh, like that I, as much. I, I have notes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For me. I, For me. I, I have, have a week intro now. I do a pretty good magic show, and uh-huh. yeah. I co-host a comedy podcast with Justin Robert Young. Mm-hmm. Who's That'd that? That'd be a good. Yeah. And I would say hi. Yeah. I'm Justin Robert Young. Uh, I do a comedy bit in the middle of Brian's magic show uh, and I do a comedy podcast with Brian Brushwood alright can we skip to the good part how would you describe our behavior at cons how many of you guys this is the first con you've been to in like over a year hands in the air everybody everybody everybody, 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 everybody. everybody. Okay, okay okay we are all giddy to be back to cons Right. Justin and I have a bit of a proclivity. Our favorite thing about going to cons mm-hmm. is sneaking away and drinking alone at a bar. Yeah. <laughs> the exact this opposite is... of a con. We well, have a knock. Well, yes. yes. For you, for you, <laughs> for you is the exact opposite. For yes. us, it's the exact thing. This has been our first opportunity in two and a half, three years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When, when, when did the Chinese invent COVID? Oh. Jesus. <laughs> We're very sorry about that. That's not backed up by the scientific consensus. We apologize for the mistake. I, I ain't never got all you at once. That was great. I mean, yeah, we're all like, oh. Just like, I, I paid the people in Vegas that bet me as the favorite to yeah. say that. Doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't matter. Point is, cons are back, baby. Yes, cons are back. And so we were. At a bar <laughs> outside yep. of this con. Uh, uh, the bar we are at, we're not going to say because we both actually live here in Austin and would That's like to drink correct. there again because yep. we like the bartender. It but most certainly I... was not a loft uh, bar beneath <laughs> Caroline upstairs. Uh, <laughs> that was just a bit I gave out of. No? no. So anyway, our bartender Steve, our bartender Steve at this bar is uh, what I would describe Hi. as a himbo. Yeah. Oh. 
Yes. Yeah. Bryce. <laughs> Bryce is I'm, now interested in this story. Oh, hold on. Is this, <laughs> is this the first bar we were at yesterday or yep. the second secret bar we were at? This yeah, is the, yeah, first, the bar? first bar. So first bar. Steve, yeah, yeah, yeah. our bartender, yeah. is a bit of a himbo. He's a beautiful human. Yes. He is not great at remembering the order that you just gave him no. for your drink. That's a green flag in a himbo, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, uh, we are uh, there for, uh, 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 how long, Brian? How long were we at that bar? Uh, 14 hours? Are you my wife in this scenario? (laughs) Or Justin? Because it was definitely like four hours. We're there for a significant (laughs) period of time, and we're having a good time, and uh, Steve is a nice enough guy, and he's a beautiful human, but boy, howdy, do you have to ask for your drink twice? Well... It's not like we all ordered a Lone Star and he opened up three Lone Stars, set them on the bar three feet from us, and then wandered the fuck off to go talk to the waitstaff in the kitchen. And then we all sat there awkwardly staring at the Lone Star, looking at each other, wondering if it was like a violation of state law for us to just grab the goddamn Lone Stars that were clearly meant for us. He's not kidding. He literally opened three beers and then was like, well, this is boring. Also, it's not against the law to grab Lone Star in Texas. You can always grab unattended Lone Star in Texas. It's in the Constitution. Yep. So around that time, uh, we start talking about uh, uh, whether or not he has had coke. Well, (laughs) we were talking. Great small talk. Just in general about We've been there for four hours. (laughs) We were talking about uh, uh, the fact that you lied and got like a seventh Jesus dose Christ. of. Should I not be talking about this in a public? That's fine. Po- okay. Go, okay. Go, okay. Go, right. go, 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 go. Not being recorded. We, we, we were talking about how like you had all the boosters and, <laughs> yes. and midway through giving you another booster, they're like, "How many is this?" And you're like, eight. And then he's like, "Okay." <laughs> yes. And, no, no. And, so, so I, I I got vaccinated and then I went to a CVS and they were like. Uh, 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 well, you're, it's too close to your last dose. And uh, I was like, well, what are you going to do? And he was like, not waste this dose. <laughs> wow. uh, so we're having this conversation, and Joe is like, yeah, I tend bar. see a lot of people come and go. I've had, like, the first half of one round of doses. Uh, oh. And he's like, I don't even know. I don't even know. And uh, to which I say at this point, uh, 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 (laughs) trying to entertain both Justin and Andrew, I say, yeah, because, I mean, like, you'd know if you had COVID, right? He's like, yeah. It's like, you know, what with the short-term memory loss, inability to focus. (laughs) (laughs) And I see... I've never had peripheral vision stereoscopic smiles appear <laughs> until this moment. It was great. Chef's kiss. 10 out of 10. Would do again. So to did we you diagnose him then? Uh, no. To which Joe? Steve. Steve, bathroom. I believe, is the, Sorry, the agreed Steve. upon name of the Steve. bartender. Steve, for anybody taking notes, please strike the record. It's Steve the bartender. Thank, Thank you. you. To which Steve walked to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. How do we explain the game we're about to play? Bryce? The game... Uh, well, it's a game called Don't Get Brodied. It is uh, our storytelling rodeo game. Yay! Uh, uh, here is the thing that we have found, having been at many conventions in many cities, is that the people that are here are not only rich with amazing experiences, but 
because we are in a situation where people are very, very uh, pumped to be around their family that like they want to share. They want to tell the story that they know is the best story they have within them. And what we dare to do is to say who is the best. And the only way we know how to do it is not by having some subjective decision of what story was best afterward, but no, to go by rodeo rules. How long are we interested in that story? And so everybody starts with a, a middle thumb and we time everything. If you're telling a great story, the thumb goes up. If the story gets a little gamey, the thumb goes down. And as soon as one person on the panel has their thumb go all the way down. That's right. Well, Brody, that's what the sound is. You are Brody. And so uh, because there's no other way to do this than to, <laughs> go, for to it. go into the audience. Yeah, we'll share a mic. Uh, I am going to uh, uh, head down here. Think so. Uh, for the audience, think cocktail party, small talk, yeah. ways to engage with someone. May, may I add one thing? Yes. yes. Just, just in general, the idea is not to tell a great story, it's just tell the story great. So yeah. it can be a boring oh, story, but see, if you tell it great, easy. No, it's easy. So okay. I'm gonna need somebody who raised their hand when they said that they uh, 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 knew what this show was to please come up to the mic right Who's now. Ready? Who's ready? Come on. Get started, because somebody's going to have to get this party going. Yes. Otherwise, there will be no party. There we go. There we go. What's your name? I am Open Bayou. Your story begins. Now. All right, so in 2001... Oh, wait, I hold on. Stop. Oh, I got it's timer. counting down, not up. I got a timer. Brian <laughs> fucked up his phone. God damn it. All yes. right, all right, you got it? it? Okay. If you, yeah, and by the way, if you would like to tell a story, please line up line right up. behind yep. Open Bayou because... All right, Open Bayou. There we go. There we go. Get Brody! So in 2001, I did the Super Bowl halftime show with with U2 uh, and Bono. What? And, Whoa. Yes. And so what they did was... Oh, shit. I forgot the story. Oh! <laughs> 16 seconds. Good start. 16 seconds. That was pretty that good. That was the greatest emotional roller coaster of a story I've <laughs> ever heard in my life. That it was, started out at a hard neutral. And you then it two... Went, when I did the halftime show with Bono, and I was like, I'm in, and then he forgot. I've never had more of an emotional arc. Uh, <laughs> it probably twists me up a little bit more because we have people in our fandom and in our family and in our audience who have U2 stories. And so I'm like, sure, I believe yep. this. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right. Here we go. All right. What's your name? Michelle. 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 Don't get Brody. Okay, so when I was about to graduate from high school, I was about 18 years old, and all of my guy friends were like, okay, so who can masturbate the most? And I'm like, in a single day. And I was like, well, I could probably do the most in about a single day. And they're like, okay, we'll give you $50 for as many times as you go over your past record, which, by the way, happened to be like 12. Anyway, so I'm going to get ready. I download 24 hours worth of porn. And I'm just like, all right, here, yeah, I'm ready. And <laughs> I'm just going to, by the way, I'm working on number 36. I'm going, number 36. It's been a long fucking day, okay? And then I just, my left arm's going numb. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to do, hey, it's a stranger. So I'm going, to yeah. Calvin, we go. 
going to town with my left hand. And I uh, see my mom pull in. I'm like, ooh, that's not good news. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, I finish. It's number 37. I'm like, oh, God, this is dust. It's like dust coming out. It's terrible. <laughs> Just terrible fucking time. <laughs> Am Anyways. I the only one hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> and no. while I'm doing this, I'm just like, oh, God, why am I sweating? Why? Everything is pain. Everything is pain. So I clean up, put clothes on. I walk into the living room. My mom is looking at me. She knows that smell. We all know what that smell is. <laughs> and, she, and she's just like, so much disappointment, so much fear, so much, oh, God, she hated everything about this experience. <laughs> Anyways, I look at her, we get eye contact, and I go, Mom, please call the police, and I pass out. So I wake up a couple days later, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in a hospital. Just so happened, I had had a mild heart attack from masturbating. <laughs> yeah, anywho, so this, we're not done yet. <laughs> I saw a lot of thumbs just shoot way the hell up. <laughs> this is the buildup. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I go home and I become an urban legend, blah, blah, blah. People don't believe the story, whatever. Anyways, that's not the part. The part that is, is that I got a doctor's notice saying to not masturbate for a month. Wait, that was the prescription? <laughs> that was the prescription. Stop that, fucking not, masturbating. Not a Catholic priest, but a doctor. Hold off on the yankin. I got it. Like, yeah, they were just like, fucking chill the fuck out. Okay, and I was like, yeah, sure. Never been a problem ever since then. Anyways. Um, as you might have noticed, I am trans, and uh, during the transition process, oh, thank you so much. Uh, during the transition, <laughs> thirty-six times. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, excuse me, thirty-seven. Anyways, <laughs> while we're going on the story, I'm just like, well, it's it's okay. HRT does things to you. It's not working so much. So it stopped working, and I was like, what can I do to make this, you know, work again? Mm -hmm. and they're like, well, it's basically, you know, use it or you lose it. And I'm just like, so you want me to masturbate? And she was just like, yeah. So I was like, can you put that in writing? <laughs> <laughs> and so now I have two doctor's notes framed in the same frame, one to not masturbate and one to masturbate, both doctor's notes, and uh, that's all true. All right, call it, call it, call it. What do we hear? With a time of three minutes and 16 seconds, that is your current champion. Okay, if only it was 36 seconds. 37. 37, 37 seconds. Fantastic story. What, what, Good. What, I need to know who, who the next person whoa, is. Whoa, 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 whoa. No. Can I, have, can I have a refractory period of 37 <laughs> <Yeah>. times? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I've only had 36 masturbations my entire life. Wow. Uh, 37, my bad. Yeah, but one was <laughs> dust, I do so a, it doesn't really count. Yeah, I just, it just coughed at the end. Yeah. I don't know if that, <laughs> that works. It's weird when I you're I love junk. that it was, it was dust at 37. Yes. I, uh, wait, you, you achieved it? a new level where wait, you were no, just no, pollinating. Hold on, hold on. I, you were just Excuse pollinating me. the uh, air. Uh, 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 Michelle. It, it looked it, like baby powder. It, if it was, yeah, if it was dust on 37, what was it on 31? Okay. First of all, this counts for my time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, and by the way, if the dust counts it out, then we got to go like halfway. It was like 15 around dust. Uh, like, 
That, that, that's when dust hit. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. All, right. All, right. All right. All right. One more round of applause for Michelle. Michelle. Sir, what is your name? Parker. Parker? Don't get brony! Good luck, bro. Okay, so this is the story of how my brother almost died uh, from a flying samurai sword. Oh, sorry? So, flying samurai sword, yes. Almost near-death experience. So what happened was in New Jersey, there's a place called Cowtown where you buy a bunch of like pawn, uh, pawn shops and places and stuff. And he and his 20-something-year-old friends decided to go Saturday morning, 9 a.m., buy stuff there, and they found samurai swords. And what do a bunch of 20-something-year-olds do? Many? Sam- How uh, many? Like three. Yeah, it was three. three. They're two small ones. And um, what do 20-something-year-olds do with samurai swords at 9 a.m.? Fruit Ninja. What else would you do? So oh, Jesus. they're playing Fruit Ninja in their <laughs> backyard yeah. at their yep. house that they're renting off college. And uh, they're th- throwing apples around, and the one buddy has the one sword goes this way with it. Oh, dear. It breaks off from the hilt. <gasps> the blade flies this way, comes perpendicular to my brother, hits him in the chest, about three centimeters away from his heart, keeps flying. He's bleeding. His buddy, then, like, they're freaking out. They're like, I don't know what to do. A couple of the friends run in to go get towels. Well, the other guy's putting pressure on it. And then they're like, well, he's taking too long. They, one of them tries to call an ambulance. They're like, it's too far. So they take him to the emergency care at college, and he's fine, by the way. I want to preference it, he's fine. He's, he lived, it was yeah. near death. <laughs> so, so, wow. they throw, so they throw him into the backseat of one of the guys' cars, and they just drive him to the emergency ah. car. Thank you. Just, Thank uh, you. just a suggestion, just a tip. Maybe once the blade flew, you're like, uh, I was arrested. The car was impounded. There yeah. was no way for me to avoid being grounded. That's when the dogs attack. Yeah. How, how long did his doctor say he had to wait before he could masturbate again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But was, did he come to... Two weeks, that's standard. I gave him 15 seconds more just so he could readjust his mask. What's so, your yeah. name? Sean. Sean, don't get brody! So, this is the story of how an ostrich almost made me and my dad women. When I was four years old in the Netherlands, we, I, I had just learned how to use the bathroom outside. I had to use the bathroom. But I didn't want to take me halfway across the freaking camp we were at to go use a porta potty. So he told me, just piss on the bush. I whipped it out. At four years old, I see, I've never seen an ostrich before. I see this giant chicken poke its head up over a bush. It sees a worm. It tries <gasps> to bite down. I back up, go to my dad. It's like, that giant chicken tried to eat my peewinker. I, he's like, there's no giant chicken. He'd been drinking. He walks, he walks over, whips it out. Sure enough, giant chicken pops up. My drunk dad's like, oh shit, there's a giant chicken. Tries to bite him. Next morning, we look, oh, yeah, there's an ostrich pin. I got to learn what an ostrich was that day. <laughs> and the thing was, that's not even the stupidest thing that happened at that camp. Ah. I mean, Kudos but it on was the, the end of it that story. Big round of applause. 56 seconds. Thank Aust- you very much. Ostriches now. are the permanent nemesis of the penis. <laughs> they are, right? Yeah. 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 Historic nemesis. Yin and yang. Yeah. Ostriches and dicks. Yep. <laughs> Sir, what's your name? Two oh, penises in a pod. Sorry. Ethan? <laughs> Ethan, don't get brain! So to begin off, let me tell you, don't put things in your ear. God damn it. No, uh, this is the story about how I got a googly ear stuck in my ear. 
it was second grade, fall. My parents were away at the time, and I was just sitting in my room with my brother, and we were supposed to be cleaning our room. So I, of course, did the obvious thing and played with whatever the fuck I could find. So I picked up a googly eye, beep, put beep, it in beep, my... Beep, yeah. beep, beep, beep. Is that a thing people do when they need to clean their ears? Is quite literally just look for anything jabby? Oh, no, I didn't need to clean my... Yeah, clean, clean your room. room. Sorry. No, I don't do that in my room. I do that in the bathroom. I have to clean but... my ear. <laughs> <laughs> but basically what happened was I put it in my ear, took it out, and I was just like, oh, this is the best magic trick ever. Put it back in my ear, just like, I'm going to wait for Matt to come back in, and then I'm going to do it again. So I wait for him to come back in, just like, Matt, watch this. Try to take it out. I can't get it out. So I'm starting to panic. Visual just starting to hyperventilate. Just, oh, God, oh, God. And then Matt's just like, what's wrong? I shake my head. He hears it. And then he starts freaking out too, and we both start taking turns taking <laughs> random toys from our room, jamming it into my ear canal, trying to get it out. Nothing's working, not even the Pirates of the Caribbean McDonald's toy. He just, <laughs> nothing is working. I go down to my sister, who's supposed to be babysitting us. I'm panicked, just like, Ashley, 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 help me, oh God. And she's like, what is it, Ethan? I shake my head, eyes go wide like a doe. I shit you not. But she basically calls my mom. Mom says, lay down your pillow uh, with the side that has the googly eye in it. And <laughs> after that, she gets home, tries to take out tweezers, no dice. So we have to drive the children goddamn hospital. She's talking to my aunt along the way, just like, yeah, my son's an idiot, got a googly eye stuck in his ear. Three ENT doctors, back to back to back, trying with different medical tweezers, none of them to get... get like, different, methods. different methods? Different methods. What is it, like, like, like a Methodist there, there's priest? There's the Heimlich. There's Heimlich. There's Catholic Sure. The Catholic priest tried to the remove head, it you like this. Try and shake them, rattle them, nothing would roll out. So what I had to do was Make I had cough. to sleep with it in my ear. I had the most restless sleep that night in the world because every time I turned, just hurt. It was there. And then my dad came home from work, just like, oh, how was your day, Ethan? And then, so we had to drive into the morning. I got out from school for it, so that's good. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> why did your dad show up just for a cameo? Oh, no, he was the one who drove me at the end. And then, uh, it's fine, it's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, big round of applause. With a time of two minutes and 20 it's seconds. not that it's not a great story. It's a story told great. And it and also was making... Rewarding. It, it was also making Brian squirm. Brian so that kept my thumb up. On a that scale of one to ten, up. how okay, much do you love uh, that story? For all the audio listeners, um, I, I discovered something new about myself, is that uh, I needed to express that he should continue, but also that I deeply hated this story. <laughs> so yeah. I just paced back and forth with my uh, thumb in a neutral position. Do you, yeah. do you still have that googly eye on your ear? It's with his father. So, oh, my nice. dad hit paid wow. off. I didn't. Oh, my hear dad it. has it with my baby teeth. It came out bloody. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh, uh, made a, new, uh, well, made a little is, stuffed animal with it. That yeah. is gross and endearing. What's your name? EO. What? EO. EO? Like Captain? Okay. Okay. Only less. EO! Joe Get Brody! It's a short story, but hopefully it'll be good. Uh, I accidentally stumbled into an elitist. Sex orgy. A what? Elitist orgy. An elitist orgy? Yeah. Oh. Some foreknowledge. Right. So but... not one of these hoi polloi orgies. <laughs> no. Not a plebeian orgy. Not a blue collar orgy. It's not a blue collar orgy. Union orgy. Well, if you see coveralls and a set of balls, you're at a blue collar orgy. See, they're not yeah. even covering all, is the interesting thing. Hello, yes, and welcome to <laughs> Sunday edition of Orgies on NPR. I'm sitting in a room surrounded by naked people between 50 and 60. They're all white. 
All right. Okay. And I'm back. Some foreknowledge to be noted first is due to some luck and where I used to live, I got to know a lot of rich fucks. Like really rich assholes. Where'd you used to live? Kansas City. For real? Yeah. <laughs> There's a surprising amount of rich fucks that used to go, used to go there. Yeah, anyways, yeah, so keep going. I was with a friend. He decided to bring us to his uh, dinner party, and he fucks off halfway through. I am uh, eh, kind of drunk, looking around, like, where the fuck did my friend go? I start searching into the back area, and I just see a person walk right by, like, oh, that must be him. So I start following through, and I'm like, got the drunk confidence, basically, where you're like, sort of walking forward, where you clearly don't know where you're going, but you have that feeling that you know where you're going. So I just start doing that. I start taking lefts and rights. And I start to figure out, oh, hey, there's the person I was following. Not the same person, by the way, but it was a person. I follow in, I walk through the door, just comes up, hey, friend, where are you doing here? And there's just a bunch of naked-ass old men. I'm Terry Gross. Coming up, right. world news and the BBC. <laughs> uh, with a time of 144, not 144. a 144! Don't Yo, wrong. you had an orgy story, my guy. <laughs> we didn't even get to the orgy. Or did didn't we? even get to the orgy. Next time. Wow. Maybe I'm an old fuddy-duddy, but I prefer middle-class orgies. <laughs> I, want, I want a literate group of people that don't take themselves too seriously, that are naked and ram at each other. <laughs> and I'm here to introduce Andrew Heaton's campaign for President of the United <laughs> States Yay! of America. Come on, come on. Middle-class orgies. All right. Middle-class orgies. Middle-class orgies. No, 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 no. We all know this was secretly a stump speech. Go ahead. I believe every American should have a chicken in every pot and a literate guy, gal, or other in every garage every Friday. Very good. Hey! Common sense fucking. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. What's your name? My name is Maya, so yes. Maya! Maya. Don't, Don't get brooded! So yeah, I actually used to participate as part of my high school quiz bowl team, and I had a relationship with my coach, which was end up being very interested. And I wasn't like ignoring all the people in the back, just like making out in the back of the bus when we were driving six hours to a tournament, or when we were just like, you know, when my coach decided to ask me about what my views on 54th trimester abortions were, we ended up like having some sort of thing where it was, got to the end of the season. So I was good at geography, so I'd often like take the directions for people. And of course, we were coming back from there and like, I was like, okay, here's how we get to the airport from there. We just take the metro here. And so I just walk around in my excitement. I go onto the train and it turns out, bam, the door slams into my face. I'm stuck on a train alone. Nobody else is gonna go on. I'm in my backpack looking scared. I'm like, oh my God, what do we even do? So I like, freak out. I try to calm down and go to the next stop. And then it's like, the way around for those people is like, oh wait, there's still no. Nope, they're still not there yet. And it's just like, wait around a bit more, and wait more, and eventually just like freaking, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna go there by myself. I'm 17 years old at the time. To oh, no, no! Oh. I'm sorry, Maya, I'm sorry. A minute six. Happens minute to six. the best of us. Give it up for Maya. Just, I feel just, like, I feel like ba uh, based on our time, is this our last? What's that? Is this our last uh, uh, contestant here? Uh, uh, I, I mean, unless anyone else wants to get uh, up. I, feel I, like, I had really yeah, anticipated oh, more stories. There we go. Yeah. Well, all right, this There's is our last call for contestants. So if you want to be a part of it, then you better get in it right now. Now's the time. Here we go. What's your name? Jordan. 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 Don't, Don't get brody! 
Um, I have only gotten an x-ray once in my life. It was a very interesting x-ray. Don't leave children alone, is Whoa. the story. I was small, and I decided that a good game was trying to catch nickels in my mouth. Yeah. I swallowed one. I was about five. They had to take me to the hospital because I felt like essentially I had a heartburn the whole time. It was bleh. So I got an x-ray, and it's a very small torso with a very bright blob because metal. And essentially the doctors were like, uh, just wait for it to come out. Oh. But it was just like, great, thanks. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, so, so like you have to go uh, searching for treasure? No, they were just like, man, eh, it can go through the sewer. It'll come out. It'll well, come out. It'll come out. Don't, don't you don't want to know when it comes out? I do too, but I'm not taking a magnet to my toilet. Yeah, I mean, and I was five, so I probably forgot about it by then. Wait, wait to hear for the tink. Does, that's the, uh, does that yeah. guy's dad now have it with your baby teeth? Uh, yeah, same thing. Yeah. We do still have my baby teeth, some of which are broken. Mm. Oh, oh, no! Push out! Push out! There we go. All right. A minute 17. Good. Just, uh, just never use it. 17. Just never but, go. Uh, just because we have our last few contestants here. What is the time to beat, Bryce? The current time to beat the record is 3 minutes, 16 seconds. 16. It is very doable. 316, uh, someone needs a stone-cold story <laughs> to crack it. What's your name? John. Mason. Oh. Mason! Don't get Brody! This is a story about how I got dumped by a lesbian. Okay. So. The lack of reaction. That's a cricket. Half this fucking crowd has been dumped by a lesbian. <laughs> so, in high school, in high school, I had a girlfriend, and uh, me and her were going steady, and I get a text message from a girl from my past, and. Uh, your past from in high from school. school. Yes. <laughs> the recent past. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, were, uh, we went to elementary school together, but she wasn't in my high school. Um, but it comes out of the blue and says, hey, I haven't seen you while I'm in town. You want to catch up? I was like, well, I'm, I have a girlfriend. Beep, I can't beep, beep, really catch up. Better move, better move, better move. And then... Uh, the next so you're fucking. Ah. Ah. Damn it, I tried to help. I tried to help. I tried to help. Ah. Ah. Oh. Sorry about that. 52 seconds. Good try. Good effort. That was hilarious. What? <laughs> Me trying Nobody to was like, like phased at all by being dumped by a lesbian. <laughs> so many lesbians have been cruel to this audience <laughs> that they are like, mm, no. No. De rigueur. More. Taylor's oldest time. <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? Daniel. 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 Don't, Don't get brodied! So, so back in 2012, I used to work for the oil field company called Watkins. So then we, there was two ranches we were working between. I met George Strait's uncle on one side, and he was he one day they had me doing the guard, gate guarding. So then one day he shows up in his little Polaris. He has guns, two row seats. Sorry, guns, did, did, did. sorry. The George Strait? Uh, well, his uncle. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. So. George Strait's uncle is who we're talking about. Classic. So, so George Strait's uncle comes up to me and goes, 
hey man, if you see the other rancher, let me know. I'm gonna shoot him on the spot. <laughs> so, so I was Literally, like, literally, it's on site. Yeah, it's on site. Okay. So then he Dogs leaves. Are fully he, erect. <laughs> so, <laughs> For future Go court on. proceedings, yeah. we had no idea that this man was going to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> so then he leaves. Right. I was like, okay. I'm there for like five minutes, and the other rancher shows up. And he's all like, hey, if you see George Strait's uncle, let me know. I'm going to shoot him on spot. I was like, he also had the same decked out too. I was like, yo, I think you just missed him. And he's all like, really? I was like, yeah, you just missed him. He goes, damn, I can't cross over to that ranch. I was like, well, next time. (laughs) And that's pretty much it. I'll tell you what, by the way, we we should actually have a thing. We should codify a name for when you just finish your story. Yeah. Like that should be rewarded. Like like whenever you tell a good story and you finish it and you land it. You finished your Uh, story. And and, sorry, what's your name? Daniel. It's going to be called The Daniel. The Daniel. It's going to be called Danieling Your Story. Thank you very much, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Time of 1.33. A fantastic effort, but not We have one more contestant Ugh, tonight. Name be a lot of runway. Sir, Three minutes. what's your name? AJ. 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 Don't, Don't get Brody! All right, so I've kept this one in for a long time. I decided this is the place where I'm going to come out with it. So I actually used to be an unscripted development exec at a major network, and I used to be responsible for one of the biggest paranormal shows ever on the air. Yep, 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 yep. So, yep. Now, as a development executive, when you're actually going through cuts, I have one mission is to make great fucking television. These guys know it. They've been on unscripted TV before. It's not called... Uh, finding ghosts. <laughs> it's, it's called, called hunting, ghosts. hunting ghosts. Exactly. So you can pretty much guess which show this is, but I can't say it because we are being recorded right now. Yeah. So there was this one place. It was a haunted college, and, I, and they basically delivered to me this cut where I see this apparition in infrared actually walking across you know, uh, the dorm corridor or something like that. You I, see I, it in the footage. So I see it in the footage. How clear right? is it? It's pretty clear, like you could see everything. But the, the weird thing about this apparition in the infrared, so you see this body in like red, right? Is you can see where the warmth actually isn't, right? So you see clearly it's like walking like this, but for some reason it's waddling. It's waddling like this. So clearly there's something wrong with this. Ghost like, penguin. There's something fucking, exactly. It was like a ghost penguin. So I had to know more about this. <laughs> but the thing is, as a development executive, you don't ask questions, you just make great fucking television, yep. right? God so, damn. I love you. Um, so I had to ask the producer, listen, this is the one time I'm going to ask you what actually happened on set. So they told me, okay, man, we couldn't find anything. That was a fucking production assistant. Oh! And, and, and I said, one, I wish you didn't tell me that. But also, why was he walking so funny? I have to know. And they're just like, I don't know. I think, I think his pants were down. And I'm like, why the fuck are his pants are down? Why are you telling me this? Now I got to go to my fucking HR department and say, hey, by the way, we had a set incident where somebody's pants are down. Now I got to go onto set. I got to go fucking travel out to South Carolina to their next investigation, go interview the guy and see what's wrong with it. Like, what happened? Why are your pants down? Why are these guys telling me this? So finally, I talked to the kid. Apparently, he was, you know, he's a nice kid. He was about like, you know, 21 nice. years old. And, but he told me, like, yo, bro, like, I think I saw some shit out there. I'm like, what do you mean you saw some shit? I came here to find out why are your pants down in the fucking cut? And he tells me, he's just like, I don't know what happened. I sort of blacked out. I'm like, 
You blacked out over what? He's like, I thought I saw something, but why are your pants fucking down, dude? He wouldn't tell me, and so all I could assume is that you got fucked by a ghost or some shit. Yeah. And, or pants, and or I, pants. I got nothing. I'm like, I can't go back to HR with something. But anyways, I go back to New York, and I'm basically like, guys, I have this issue. I don't know what to say. Like, and they're just like, what is it? They don't understand the story. I'm like, they're like, was there consent? Who was it by? And they're like, I can't answer that. Was it a ghost? I think he got fucked by a ghost. Who do we go after? They're just like, closed book. They told me to get out of my office. I was almost fired the next day. <gasps> oh. Like, oh. True story. That kid. Oh, Daniel! renewed it for another season after that. Hey! That, that proves my theory that all ghost sightings are actually just pantsless production assistants, yep. as I have long uh, maintained. Uh, yep. uh, uh, Bryce, can we please repeat again what the, uh, 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 the, 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 time, the to time to beat was? The time to beat was three minutes, 16 seconds. And what was that story's time? Can I get a drum roll, please? That story was two minutes, 54 oh! seconds. That is not a right, new look. champion. All right, all right. Congratulations look, look. to our winner tonight. Yeah. Everybody, give a big round of applause. So close. Like, very, all you had to do close. was say, uh, uh, true story, that kid, Dan Aykroyd. Oh. <laughs> his sex was filmed in the documentary Ghostbusters. You're punching up his story? Yeah, he needed 16 yep. more seconds. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, th th there was uh, one of the camera folks when we did Hacking the System for National Geographic was very uh, uh, experienced in a lot of other shows and uh, some of them paranormal shows. And like without ever discussing it, he just came to understand that when he was told to switch to Channel 13, that meant some ghosty shit better happen right now. Yeah. Uh. So, here we go to Channel 13. Was this a pantsless production assistant? Because, again, it would confirm my theory. Uh, yeah. I, uh, uh, I will neither confirm nor deny. Pantsless, or, pantsless uh, production assistant. Yeah. That's all ghosts. Um, I mean, the, the production assistant could, been a, a, could have been in a pencil skirt as well, which would cause them to... The yeah. more, I was not making a gendered statement about production models. systems. Yeah. Very, very form-fitting. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, have you enjoyed your time here tonight at Great Night? Uh, I, I feel like this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship between Great Night and RTX. Yep. What do you guys think? Fuck you! <laughs> who, who said that? Who? Hey, uh, is it well, the virus? Well, it is with that that we, uh, uh, since we're talking to so many people that do not know about this audience, then you mm. need to know about our gang sign because you are all now initiated. Uh, uh, for yes. the record, the gang sign is pretty dope. Uh, we may or may not have uh, certain... Uh, are you going to... I'm not. Can't. I'm not. I can't. Uh, all I, okay. All right. There is certain. Nope. No. Okay. Everybody. Can't. Okay. We can't. Everybody. Can't everybody who gets a chance to be on TV, we're gonna teach you the gang sign. Everybody make two piece signs. Two make piece two piece signs. signs. Flip one of them sideways. Flip Touch one. pad to pad. That's a diamond club symbol. Pad to pad. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not this because that means uh, it's American Sign Language for a vagina. It's twisted. Uh, twisted. So we do this. Right. This is diamond club. So it's a twisted um, vagina. So let's say. Let's say hypothetically, you're my wife. 
and your daughter has a bunch Jesus. of stuff so tangled what? in her hair Why am I that you end up on Good Morning hand, America. Hand me, hand me my phone so I can take a picture of this. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're going to get a photo of all you guys. Uh, flash yeah. those diamonds. But at any rate, she managed to sneak the Diamond Club symbol into our nationwide TV appearance, uh, as have many other people. We're getting a collection of them. So okay. uh, make sure to flash those diamonds wherever you can. Uh, it has been an honor. Mm -hmm. To come to a conference like this, it has been an honor to bring our entertainment to you people. Thank you so much. It has been a great, great. night. Thank you, RTA! Woo!